Watch Bob. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 79, year three. Today, we're going to talk about championship weekend as well as the football from last weekend. We're going to talk about my upcoming Super Bowl trip to Cabo. And we're going to have a big announcement today regarding my future. So, the mouthpiece is next. Yo, 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 I'm back. Two and a half weeks of fucking COVID. We had to miss Flashy's birthday party. Um, So we're going to try and all celebrate his birthday party today. Flash, we're going to have everyone sing you happy birthday at once. Because you made it to 20. Yes, you did. You're so cute. Everybody was so happy. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to celebrate your birthday because I couldn't get Danny to come over because Daddy got COVID. So, uh, anyways, uh, you want to sing happy birthday to Flash now? Or are you going to run away? You want your birthday? Everybody sing happy birthday to you, Flash? We'll close out with that. We'll close out with that. All right, so, anyways, uh, how's it going, everybody? Um, yeah. Hi, birthday boy. You're old, man. You're like two weeks over 20 now. Wow. So, anyways. Oh, so many things to talk about. Um, Let's start off with uh, the football games last week. Um, Somehow, there's a coach that lives in America that led a game with 13 seconds to go, that coach decided why squib kick it when they have 13 seconds? Why rush six and drop back five with 13 seconds when you could kick it deep, rush three, and drop back eight with a team that has three timeouts? Now, you drop back eight 20 yards deep, They're going to catch it 20 yards deep in about three seconds and go to the ground and two completions and they make a field goal. And that Buffalo coach still has a job. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Now, the Rams, they were trying everything they could do and fucking possibly to lose. Matter of fact, They just kept saying, please, we don't want to win. It's Brady's last game. We don't want to win. Take the game from us. And then Bruce Arians said, cover zero, all-out blitz, no timeouts, Rams, hold my beer. That was some great, great, great coaching. Now we have the Tennessee coach. He has one team that has sacked the other team nine times. Nine times. Times That's a NFL matching record. And somehow, on third and one, he goes quarterback rollout, loss of one, drop Derrick Henry into the backfield eight yards, loss of two, and somehow they still had the ball back with Cincinnati having zero chance to win, and he threw an interception and gave them the game. 
Congratulations on your play calls. Now, let's go to the Green Bay game. All we have to do is bring five guys back to make sure the punt don't get blocked and we go to the NFC Championship game. With that said, sorry, they had no problem blocking a field goal of 28 yards and blocking a punt of whatever. These coaches have jobs. Literally, they get jobs. They get paid like between three and ten million a year. You just wonder in the world how do people like this get jobs like this? It it's truly is amazing. So, uh, even I don't figure it out. I can't figure it out. So that's what's going on with that. Anyways, championship weekend tomorrow. Uh, I have gone against the Rams all year. Um, I don't know. I think the Rams are going to win this time. I don't know why. But how do you go against San Francisco? They just beat the Rams, Dallas. I mean, who the fuck is texting me? I tell them I'm having a podcast. I mean, what is wrong with these fucking people? Turn this shit off. We don't have to worry about it. Uh, the Rams, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, they tried, the, they gave away the game to Frisco. They tried desperately to give away the game to the Brady Bunch. And I think Frisco's got a much better defense, but we'll see. That's going to be an interesting game. I mean, I might be crazy here, but I watched Cincinnati. Life and death to beat the Raiders. Then I watched Cincinnati completely get dismantled and somehow win. This is the same Raider team they got. They needed to hold off a last-second touchdown to tie that Kansas City beat 98-23 in two times. Even when they went into Cincy a couple weeks ago playing for the number one seed, I mean, they led by 14 twice. I I'm, I might be crazy here. I don't think Cincy has a chance. Uh, but what do I know? Looks like Kansas City and Frisco, Kansas City and the Rams. I, I, I really have no opinion. I've, I've gone against Kansas City all year long. I said their defense sucks shit. And uh, I had no problem proving that right as Josh Allen lit them, lit them up like a Christmas tree. Unfortunately, the loss of Demarius White Various White for Buffalo in week nine came back to haunt them late in that game because they couldn't stop Mahomes at all. So, got no idea. I'll be going to Cabo uh, Super Bowl weekend. I'm staying at a uh, really, really nice place. It's called Casa de Palma. It's uh, Rusty Wallace's uh, Cabo Resort. We stayed there two years ago when Frisco played Kansas City. Uh, we're going back again. Um, and uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, so, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, yours truly is an idiot. Um, I didn't... Uh, I went to go check my passport before I left. And uh, I noticed that it was expired. 
So now I go to get a new passport, and I walked into the Communist Federal Post Office, and they said, Sorry, Maki, us communists say uh, no passports for five to seven weeks because of COVID. Oh, wonderful. No passports five, seven weeks before because of COVID. But if you know a congressman or a senator, they can expedite it for you. Well, lo and behold, uh, I know a few of them. And uh, I went to Dallas and got me my passport in one day. There's where your inequality is not fair. Equality is not fair because you know somebody. Um, you get it taken care of. But I got my passport while I was in Dallas. So um, speaking of Dallas, uh, for all of you that don't know that I was in Dallas all week, um, I uh, went down to Dallas to check out a card room called Dallas Poker House uh, with the intent of possibly buying it and um, taking it over. And um, even though uh, the uh, some other card room down there got their license pulled, uh, I did a lot of research, and, and this card room is a standalone card room in a different district with their own parking and it doesn't look like this car room is going to get its license pulled. So um, yours truly uh, decided to uh, go all in on the Dallas Poker House and will be moving from Las Vegas to Dallas as uh, soon as I get back from Super Bowl weekend. Um It's uh, me and uh, my friend Jason and... My friend Todd are in a joint venture to turn the Dallas Poker House into the number one car room in all of Texas. Uh, I, I believe what I bring to the table and my experience in poker uh, will be able to do this. We plan on having live stream three days a week. Um, I played in a bunch of private games when I was out there, met a lot of people, uh, played in some of the biggest games I've ever seen. And, um, uh, we're going to, I talked to them and they're, we're going to be spreading a lot of the, of the live streams onto Dallas, um, poker house live. So, uh, that's what's going on with them. I am uh, very, very, very excited to take, what does LeBron used to say? Take his talents to South Beach. I'm going to take my talents to Dallas, Texas. God, I can't believe I'm leaving Vegas. I've lived here since I was 10 years old. Um, but... I really felt, I'll let you guys in on a little bit of info. I, I mean, I, I talked to you guys about two podcasts ago, talking about looking into buying Johnny Chan's room. That ended up being a really bad situation in which I passed on it. I, um, I think that was about six weeks ago. I then 
went on a joint venture um, scouring through Texas of what was going to be best for me and for what I think would be best to make the most money long term. As I priced everything out, what it was going to cost to open a room, where, where we were looking to open a room, the best place to go, did I want to start from scratch? Uh, I, I got a, a call from um, the Dallas Poker House. Matter of fact, hold on, guys. Put a little uh, Dallas Poker House uh, hat on here. And... Um, they were interested in uh, in doing something with me. Um, the fact that I uh, I have uh, you know a lot of people with a lot of money looking to invest and do something good. Uh, I kind of looked down at their offer. Now I went down there really not having any idea what uh, we were looking for. You know what I mean? What, what I didn't know if this was a dump. If it needed a lot of work, I had no idea. And as it turns out, uh, the owners put cl- over three million dollars into this uh, into this uh, card room. It's truly, and I'm not saying it because I now own a pretty big piece and that I'll be running it. But it, it's the nicest standalone card room I've I've ever been to, and I've been all over the world. So, um, that's a big statement. Uh, so, you know, I, uh, I kind of fell for what I was seeing. I, I saw the potential, saw the potential and I, I spent the week there doing some meetup games and, uh, negotiating, uh, what we can do as far as for myself. Um, with that said, uh, we do have a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar free roll that runs from february 11th 12th 13th and 14th those are four flights and also february 18th 19th no 17th 18th 19th and 20th which are four more day one flights so if anybody wants to go down to the Texas card house, uh, not the Texas card house, I say that again, I'll kill myself, to the Dallas poker house. Uh, if they go down, want to go to the, down to the Dallas poker house um, and take a shot at $250,000 in free money, and it is a free roll, um, jump on down. I will... Uh, show you uh dates uh like i said when they start i will show you i'll be showing you um structure sheets and i'll have that out by the end of the week so there it is i mean uh when you go down to the dallas um poker house uh the only thing you'll be required is to pay a ten dollar membership and the tournament will be free for you with $250,000. So that's just the beginning. Uh, they This tournament's been planned for them for months. Uh, so 
My job is to promote it to all of you guys. And anybody who is in Texas, in Dallas, with nothing to do, come check us out. Dallas Poker House, $250,000 free roll. Well, now he lives in Houston. Oh. So, that's kind of it. Um, it was an amazing week for me. Uh, met amazing people. I played in three unbelievable home games. Um, they know how to do it right in Dallas. <laughs> Between the girls, the games, and... Uh, Oh, man, I, I saw this. This is some beautiful, beautiful home games. And uh, I'm not sure how much money I'm going to make off the Dallas Poker House. I'm hoping to make a lot and turn this into a powerhouse. Um, I mean, we even have uh, uh, dreams of putting uh, Mike the Mouth Poker Houses all over Texas. So... You know, we got to start off somewhere and then uh, see how many of these we can build here in the next five years and hopefully turn Texas poker into a absolute powerhouse. Now, a lot of people will listen to this podcast and they'll say, well, uh, TCH just got their license pulled and they're closing down everything in Dallas. Well, that's just not true. Uh, they're closing down that place in Dallas. Possibly they have an appeals set up for two weeks. But if they don't, I actually want the place to succeed because the more poker we have in a small group area, the better it is for poker. And in Dallas, Dallas has a lot of rich people. I mean, I, I, got, I played in some high stakes home games that, one of the guys who put me in for a 30% free roll because the game was an enormous game told me, and I, of course I lost or I wouldn't be telling you this, uh, said, oh, don't worry, Mike. Come back next week. You'll win a couple hundred. Anyways, he says there's a different home game goes every day, seven days a week. So uh, I'll be playing home games while running this club, while doing everything I can to... Do whatever I can, you know. Um, we have uh, pretty much uh, everything set up. Um, you wrote, can I keep up with the lodge? Well, I was at the lodge in June. Nice people. The lodge is a cafeteria. Dallas Poker House is a, is a poker room, okay? The lodge is a cafeteria in a strip mall. Dallas Poker House is a powerhouse card room standalone with 700 parking places, a valet, and a hotel across the street. So if you're asking, can I keep up with the lodge? No problem. But I'm not in in business to hurt the lodge or hurt anywhere in Austin, Texas. Austin is three-hour drive from Dallas. So uh, I wish, of course, I wish Doug well. I hope he it blows up because the more his place blows up, the more my place will blow up, the more Texas poker will blow up. So, you know, there's an old saying, uh, 
there's you always want success of other rooms around you for the best of poker. Um, things I talk about all the time on here, you know, that I've really been against, you know, max late registrations, unlimited re-entries, you know, because I feel they hurt. I feel they hurt poker. Um, I've been around 25 years, 25 years, November 26th of this last year. I'm not the smartest guy sometimes, but when it comes to poker, you know, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I know how to run a room. I know how to, I know what it takes to build a room. I know what it takes to make people happy in a room. Um, and so, um, it's, uh, it's really a, a good situation. I mean, uh, I, um, I, I, I've been so happy. You know, I, I, I was struggling with my health the last two days where I lost my ability to walk and felt like I was paralyzed yesterday. Went to the hockey game, Dallas Stars. They suck. They fucking suck. They lost five. They were down five nothing at the end of the second period, and we left the game. We're like, get the fuck. And here's another thing. After being at T-Mobile and watching the Golden Knights play and going to American Airlines Arena where the Stars and the Mavericks play, this fucking arena's a dump. I'm like, what the fuck? This is one of the dumpiest arenas I've ever seen. Sorry, Dallas. I didn't mean to rip on you guys, but it is. So, uh, you know, do I really have to be a Dallas Cowboy fan now? Come on, man. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. I mean, I just can't fucking do it. So, um, uh, I just can't fucking do it. I can't, can't, can't be a Dallas Cowboy fan. So, I guess the thing that scares me the most. Sorry, John. Can't be a Dallas Cowboy fan. Let you fucking suffer by yourself, buddy. Suffer by yourself. Um, I, uh... You know, after I I closed the deal and everything yesterday, yeah, I I was a little bit nervous. I mean, I've I've never I haven't left Vegas since I was ten years old. Wanted to leave for twenty five years, never did. Um, Going out on this new adventure, um, knowing I'm going to have to work real hard to accomplish my goals, Uh, and all you guys that know watch me know how hard I work. when my documentary comes out uh, in the middle of the year next year, you guys are going to get a real, real perspective of the pain that I go through and how hard I work and um, the advantage that everybody has over me in playing poker for my injury, yet I'm still able to compete at the highest level. So I put my mind to it. You work and good things happen. You know, can't play the victim, can't blame people. I did that five years with my injury. Uh, so pretty excited. Uh, but I, I mean, I cried a little bit last night because I'm, I'm a little nervous, you know, I have to move my five baby, my baby boys and girls, you know, to Dallas. Uh, I didn't know how I'm going to do it. And now I figured it out. I'm going to get, uh, the biggest motor home you can drive. And Danny, hello, Danny, will be driving it 
to Dallas for me. This way, the cats can run around the motorhome, not go crazy on the little 16-hour drive. And uh, I was like, man, I can't, I can't drive them and keep them all locked up in a cage for fucking eight hours. They might have a heart attack, especially a little flashy. So um, I am nervous. I mean, even, you know, uh, moving flash, you know, cross country is, you know, very nerve wracking. You know, he's, he's doing great, but, uh, you know, it's, it's very, very, very nerve, nerve wracking. So, um, uh, you know, listen, I've had a little bit of anxiety the last two days as I was working out the details for the, for, for the room and stuff. Um, and uh, making my presentation and stuff, but uh, I feel uh, really good about this. And once all you people that everybody listens to the podcast, my social media following, I'm going to do lots of interviews and different podcasts to talk about the room. You know, once uh, all the newness of it gets a, gets around and gets done, I'm I'm just going to be working. You know, and it's. Uh, it's definitely, uh, I'm telling you guys, I wouldn't have done what I've done unless I believe that this will be the nicest poker room in all of Texas. Um, I didn't want to go for a half-ass room. You know, I was, I went down on the lodge in June. Uh, I ran into Doug down there and we talked a lot and the lodge is really nice. The people are really nice, but I mean, it's poker tables in a strip mall with a poker like it looks like a cafeteria. I mean, it's just it doesn't give you the feel of a really nice poker room where when you walk in a Dallas poker house, you will feel like, wow, this place is amazing. So, I mean, I have so many ideas that I'm going to bring to this club and um I plan on making it the um, the number one uh, destination in all of Texas, and you know, Florida had a uh, poker. You know, in twenty thirteen, when they went from hundred dollar max buy-ins to unlimited, poker blew up in 2013, 2014, 2015. Uh, this is the cusp of it hasn't even started to to even break the the ice here in Texas. It's truly amazing. And um, hopefully I get that, get into it before, uh, you know, and, and uh, before it blows up. And uh, my goal is to bring a $1 million guarantee to Texas, uh, to the card house, the poker house, every day. Not every day, every once a month. So that's the goal, $1 million guaranteed tournament to the poker house at least once a month maybe once every two months uh that's about probably six months down the road um our live stream should be amazing um and it just depends on how much money we decide to put in it uh we've already got the table we've got the cameras we've got the soundboards we've got everything so either way there's going to be lots of special guests doing special announcing on the poker stream and uh you know that's it man so uh that's going on in my life i have uh somehow found a way 
since you guys last saw me three weeks ago with COVID to celebrate Flash's 20th birthday, to get COVID, to uproot what... Yeah, fully. Oh, by the way, that's fully vaccinated and COVID twice in six months out of the 15 times I went outside. You could take your mask mandates, your fucking face diapers and your communism and shove it up your ass because facts don't work. Oh, I can't say that. They're going to fucking deplatform us. Sorry. Vax work. Vax work. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. They, um, they, uh, uh, they removed now three of our episodes because that's what communist fucking scumbag Nazis do. And they um, they didn't like what we said about uh, the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear their narrative. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Even though the vaccinated spread more COVID than the unvaccinated do. All right, we're not talking about any of that shit anymore because right now it's all about poker. Because uh, we don't want uh, we don't want the commies closing my, down my uh, YouTube channel. So uh, we'll uh, we'll just wait wait two more years to the idiots back in office, and then uh, they take big tech and they destroy them when he destroys them all, and that'll be the end of that. So. Uh, Anyways, with that said, we are going to take some phone calls. Anybody wants to talk to me, talk about anything to do with the new um, Poker House Dallas and uh, whatever else you all want to talk to me about. So let's light up the line. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. 702-329-0480. Give us a call. Tell me what you want to talk about. Football. The Dallas Poker House. My life. My trip to Cabo coming up. Let's go. Welcome to the mouthpiece. is Mike. What hey, Mike. Up? What's up, buddy? Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I'm calling from St. Louis. Um, I just want to say, uh, watch you for years. Very entertaining. You know, thank you thank for you. Yeah. being one of the most entertaining poker players on TV. Um, couple questions. First of all, um, have you ever thought about going on the Alex Jonas show? Because I'm sure he would love to have you as a guest. Yeah, but uh, now that I've... Uh, <clears throat> Listen, I, I I got a lot of people that could have me as a guest. Uh, but now that I, I bought the uh, Dallas Poker House, I'm going to try and somewhat stay apolitical on the podcast because even one thing I'll say, Dallas is... You are fake news. Dallas is very, very right-wing, very far. But, but there's still plenty of people on the left, so I don't want to... Uh, 
I'm, I'm not into insulting half of my uh, half my fan base. Yeah, you don't want to alienate, you know, your players. So, I, I get that, yeah. Part of the deal I signed, too, is I'm going to be running the, the um, Mouthpiece podcast once a week out of the card room, uh, maybe as much as twice a week. Haven't decided yet. Depends how business is going. Um, so going to have to kind of back off on the political a little bit. Not to mention the fact they want to, we have YouTube that took took down three of our episodes and gave us a strike um, for, well, because they're communists. That's why. I mean, that's, a, that's what Well, yeah, they're, they're taking down everybody. Of course they're going to take down you know, everybody. It started, it started with Alex Jones, and, you mm-hmm. know, now they're demonetizing Stephen Crowder. And, you know, they're of course. After everybody. They're going down after everybody. They're trying their hardest to get Joe Rogan. Spotify told them to go suck a big giant dick. So, oh yeah, with the yeah the they took they stuff, took yeah. Barry Manilow and fucking Neil Young off their their off Spotify. They they told him go fuck. Oh, I didn't suck even it. hear about the Barry oh, Manilow. There's yeah. some chick that tried to stand up for it too, and they took her music off of there too. Yeah, they don't want to hear it, man. This guy, see, we have di- dialogue in this country. It's called free speech. You call me if I disagree with you. We talk about it, okay? We don't get a bunch of flaming fucking communist leftists get to tell us what we can hear or what we can't hear that doesn't fit their narrative you know what i'm saying and yeah and i mean you're not gonna you're not gonna have a neil young telling them what to do you know it's yeah. not like they've got metallica or fucking you know ecdc yeah. telling them to, you know yeah. they're, they're never gonna do that it's some washed up you know hasn't made a good song in over 30 years yeah it's funny they say disinformation it's not what's disinformation when he invite he is Joe Rogan has invited Fauci on. He has invited all the crazy narrative people on. Why do they turn him down if they want to change? If they want to say it's it's fake uh, disinformation because they know it's not disinformation. Oh, he'll, yeah, he'll have a conversation with anybody. Anybody. The reason so why he doesn't they, discriminate. Yeah, they, he doesn't discriminate. He has normal dialogue. The reason why they won't go on the Joe Rogan show is because they know he'll ask tough questions and they'll be exposed for the communist socialist scum that they are, you know. And it's the truth of the matter is, is it's really sad because in this country, we need two parties, you know. It's like the country's five degrees right and five degrees left, okay. It's always been that way. It always will be that way. And, you know, when Trump first got in office, they pulled him, Bannon pulled him pretty far right. That's why he got rid of him pretty quick, you know. And now we're dealing with far left loony bins on the left that are following the 5% on Twitter. And you just can't, they're basing policy based on nutballs. In other words, like, I have a lot of friends that are on the left, you know, that are, but they don't, they're not educated that what, is actually being done in this country right now. You see what I'm saying? They have no idea of the censorship. It's so funny. The, the left has always been for free speech, but but now they're standing for censorship. Basically, if they don't like what somebody else is saying, censor them. Well, guess what? <laughs> when the shoe's on the other foot, let's see how they like it. Anybody who's an American should be against all censorship of all speech, no matter whether you agree with it or disagree with it. That's just the bottom line, you know? 
So yeah, and the thing is, like, if we if, if what we're saying was wrong, why would they have to censor it? Mm, exactly. Exactly. You know, <laughs> the crazies on the left will say, well, that's because it's disinformation. Well, no, that's not why. It's not why. Use your brain. Don't don't, don't use groupthink. You know what I mean? They're censoring it because so, they know it's the truth. Exactly. So one more question I wanted to ask you. So, you know, Las Vegas and I, I believe Nevada as a whole, right, is mm-hmm. going the wrong direction. Yeah, they, it's, you know, it's they, pretty they blue. They've got a mask mandate there, right? Yeah. And, they're going to start requiring vaccines later this year, probably. Yeah, well, do, now, but do I just don't think- want I, this is I'm not trying and I'm telling YouTube right now. Don't don't censor me or t- t- pull this down. But I'm going to I just want to ask the question. If vaccines do nothing to stop the spread of covid and you're 33 percent more likely to spread covid if you're vaxxed, why are they mandatory vaccines? That's my only question. I'm not trying to to uh, put out disinformation or I just want to know the answer. Nobody will give me that answer. Nobody will give well, me they that just, answer. You know, they say, oh, maybe the first two didn't work. So just take this third one and that'll work. And they're like, oh, well, the third one didn't work. Well, how about so listen, this is this is there's nothing. There's no fake information here. Go look it up in Israel. Israel is the only quadruple vax country in the whole world. They've taken four shots, two shots and two boosters. Okay. They have a mass mandate and a vaccine mandate, and they have the highest amount of cases per capita of any country in the world. So let's fucking come together and stop separating people based on bullshit and lies. You know, that's it. Well, Stop this the is bullshit what I want to ask you. Do, do you think Vegas is going to start requiring vaccines to gamble? And if so, do you think... Never, never. Gambling is, never. I'm, so? I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised they still have the vax mandates. Now, here's something that I'll want. I just have to say because my, my favorite word now I use is we are living in a clown world. Literally living in a, cl- a world of clowns, like literal ass clowns. Oh, so I went to the Dallas Stars game last night. This is Texas. They have no mask mandates unless you go into a federal building. Now, <laughs> when I went to get my passport in the federal building, I mean, I tell you, <laughs> it's hard to, it's like, I couldn't even say it with a straight face. So I go there and I'm walking in and they're like, you can't walk in without a mask. All right. Well, you have one? No. But you could run across the street to 7-Eleven and buy some. Anyway, my friend runs across the street, gets two um, paper face diapers that do nothing, put one on each of our face. We walk in. As we're going in through the federal building, they're going through my fanny pack. They make me empty every single thing out of the fanny pack because I had about $20 in quarters, nickels, and dimes at the bottom of it. And they literally made me empty every one of them out. I'm like, well, just open it up and look through it. What, what, are, you, what are you looking for? Spent like 10, least, whatever. Finally get in there, you know, get the, um, you know, get my passport and everything. But the strictness of the fucking commies masks are, or something pretty unbelievable. 
So well, they just want to see you comply because I've you know how many bars I've walked into where you yeah. know you can walk in, you got to wear the mask to walk in, but once you sit down, okay, you can well, take it off. So well, I'll now, walk right up to the bar. Now I'll walk right up to the bar and I'll sit down, and they'll still tell me to put on the mask because I never had it on in the first place. And I'm like, I'm already sitting down, and they're like, No, you got to put it on. They just want to see me do it. Yeah. So the the bottom line is, uh, you know, uh, somebody just said a juicy 100, 200 game at the lodge. Well, we're going to be have ha- we're, we'll be having two four thousand and four eight thousand games at the uh, at the Texas uh, Poker House. So um, no shit. Yeah, I mean, one of my friends who plays in a, the biggest game in the world uh, said he's going to play. He'll they'll he'll have the game play on stream at least once a week. So that's going to bring a lot of viewership. Uh, so that should be a little good. out of my league, but if you got a two-five game, I'm down. <laughs> we we do. We, we'll have a two-five game. Uh, we're going to be running three streams a week, probably two-five, twenty-five, fifty, uh, and then hundred, two hundred, or this. I don't know. I mean, I think that they'll commit to this massive game once a month. Uh, I, I I can't really ask them to do that once a week. I mean, that's a lot, especially some of the very famous people playing it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but, you know, going back to what you just said. So I, I go into the Dallas Stars game last night. I get dropped off at front because, you know, I can't walk real well. My friend goes to park. I'm waiting for him. And the lady's like, like, uh, need a mask to walk in. Need a mask to walk in. She's handing out mat- paper fucking face diapers to everybody that, uh, that, uh, this piece of paper over my mouth, my, my fucking mouth would fucking cover it more than what they give. And then people are like, what the fuck? What do you mean we need a mask to walk in? This is Texas, right? We don't need no mask to walk right. in in Texas, right? So now a guy next to me, he's from California. And he's like, what the fuck? He goes, I just moved from California to get out of the uh, out of these fucking insanity people. And now they're telling me I need to wear a mask to walk into the game. But that wasn't the point. You need a mask to walk through the security gates. And once you walk through the security gates, you can take your mask off. This is what you were just talking about. So I was in the Stars game. Not one person out of 20,000 people there had a mask on. But all 20,000 had to walk through the security gate with a mask on. To me, that's living in a clown world. Would you agree? Mike, do you got to have a vaccine to get in there yet? No. Well, you need one to get into the Enterprise Center where the Blues play, along with the handful of other places in St. Louis. Really? Even St. Louis? See, now, again, yeah, well, I just want to you know, ask. Missouri's a red state, but St. Louis ain't. You know, yeah, St. Louis I, is uh, Yeah. I, I just want to ask the same question I always ask. I'm not trying to, to get YouTube to suspend me. I want to know why there is a vaccine mandate for a vaccine that does zero to stop COVID. With, in fact, there is proof that if you are vaccinated, you are more likely to spread COVID, okay, with the new, with the Omicron variant, not with the Delta variant. Sorry, I want to make sure I get that straight. So nobody will answer me that. Nobody. How come? That's why Fauci will not go on Joe Rogan experience because Joe Rogan will shred him into pieces. So it's how is it disinformation when they ask Jake Tapper to come on Joe Rogan, when they ask Fauci to come on Joe Rogan, when they ask 
all these people pushing these crazy policies to go on, why won't they go on if they want to? Well, you know what Fauci said? Fauci said he wants to do a 15-minute interview, and Joe Rogan's like, no, we don't do that on my show. It's going to be, you know, two, three hours, because 15 minutes is just long enough for him to, you know. Yeah, just long enough for him to spin his way, because he's a political hack. It's just long enough for him to spin his way out of every question, because... I mean, you do two hour interview and uh, we're going to come. You're going to come across as truthful or not. And the thing that bothers me. So I think I brought this up on the podcast many times is in 2019, there is a interview of Fauci being interviewed. This is like six months before the pandemic, talking about how to keep yourself safe from viruses. And they asked, you know, what you should do, should you wear a mask? And he said, laughing, wear a mask? <laughs> he's like, he's like, masks don't do anything. They're just a safety blanket for people that don't know any better, right? He And he says, but what we need to do is exercise, vitamin D, go outside and eat healthy. Well, this is what we've been saying for two years. Well, that entire clip has been taken down off YouTube. Think about the world we live in when it doesn't fit the narrative they're trying to push. That whole Fauci interview, that 15-minute clip of him laughing about masks, about him telling you about eat right, exercise, and get vitamin D is all down. They have it now where it just looks like it's just we're living in a clown world, bro. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, you 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 can't say to take vitamins and, you know, quit eating mcdonald's or else you'll get banned you know because that doesn't make anybody money this is you know again i don't i don't want to i'm trying to explain to my viewers whether you're on the left or right because i don't know how this became political by the way you know well they made the, the left made it political to get trump out of office and now it's backfired on them because they're you know oh we're elect me and we're gonna eradicate the virus meanwhile they had a record 3,400 people die yesterday. Okay, so how's how's Mr. Biden doing with the virus? This is what this is what I don't want. I don't wish it on anybody, but this is what happens when you politicize a, a, a respiratory virus for political gain. Now it's turnaround is fair play, and now you're going to get politicized by the other idiots on the right. So, and it shouldn't be because it's you know it's just like I I told like my one of my buddies watching the podcast right now and who hated Trump, still does. Well, he's responsible for 200,000 deaths. He murdered them. Um, no, he didn't. What are you, crazy? I mean, you think I'm going to sit there right now and say Biden is responsible for 650,000 deaths? He murdered them? Never. I would never do that because a president can't stop a respiratory virus. <laughs> and the people that think that they can are just a bunch of fucking clowns in a clown world. So, you know, a lot of people are waking up what's going on. Uh, the fact that that they have pushed Joe Rogan from the far left to the far right in less than a year. The fact that they have took Elon Musk from center left to the right in a year. That's not good for the people on the left. These are two of the most influential people. They're the biggest followings of anybody in the country. And uh, that's why on the generic ballot, the it's flipped 13 points in favor of the GOP. Now, the GOP is just as corrupt as the fucking left. 
The only difference is, I say it before, is the left makes up shit for political gain, propaganda. The right just uses real-world experiences and just pushes it day after day for political gain. Like like they'll push how anti-vaccine mandates they are or how how bad the border is, and they just do it every fucking day. And how, how you know, I'll give you another, I'll give you another example of, of propaganda on the right. Like, as soon as um, the Supreme Court justice announced that he was retiring the other day, and Biden said, I'm going to elect a female black Supreme Court judge. Okay, now this is propaganda on the right. So what do they do? They push, Biden says he's only, He's only nominating a black woman Supreme Court judge. And then they say, what does skin color have to do with it? What You know what I'm saying? And then they expose that, okay? But that's propaganda. And, and and the truth is, yeah, it's true. What does skin color have to do with who's qualified for a Supreme Court seat? See what I'm saying? But 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 the right uses that as propaganda to, 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 to make it look that they're racist against white. You see what I'm saying? Say, I am so aware what propaganda is. You know, that's the difference between me and people like, uh, like uh, I, this guy, Brandon. Like Nowak. half the country? It's, it's, it's insane how many people don't see it for propaganda. Well, the thing it, is, is let, what let, I'll be honest with you. Let's be, let's talk, I'll call it like a spade a spade, is 95%, maybe 99% of all people, they work nine to five jobs, they come home, they come to see their family. They eat dinner with their two kids. They turn on CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. Uh, maybe they'll watch one show on each one. I, that's that's probably not, probably 30 minutes. And they, they, they think it's reality. You see what I'm saying? And it's not. So yeah. if they followed it religiously, like you do, I do, even some of my leftist friends that are watching this podcast right now or people, they would see... They would form an opinion, whether they form a biased opinion on the left or whether they form a biased opinion on the right. So, but they're not, they're just not able to do that. So that's why they're not educated. That's why I always tell everybody, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, understand the media is the enemy of the people. It's one thing that Trump was right about. One very, listen, Trump was right about a lot of things, but he was a clown. He was a fucking other clown. And, you know, you have to, but he exposed the media for what they are. And, you know, I, 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 I don't want to like, I, I hate pushing things, but everybody on here should follow this Twitter account called Defiant L, okay? And every day, every day he takes a tweet from two years ago or a year ago and matches it with a tweet with the same person two years later. And... It's the anti this why Trump was in office and pro this when the other guy's in the office. And that's just brainwashing. See what I'm saying? So being able to expose the fact that they're all hypocrites because they, but they don't even know they're hypocrites because they don't even remember what they said two years ago. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I think they do. I think they do. I think it's just so ridiculous. They want to see how much they can just throw it in their face and get, you know, get I mean, when you it. see, so like, there's. Preposterous. There's one guy, Defiant L, he must retweet like this guy's like five times a week. It's like, I'm never taking the Trump fucking election vaccine. You couldn't make me take that vaccine if you put a gun to my head. And then the next tweet says, 
anybody who doesn't get vaccines, that's anti-American. I hope they all die. And so you, you, you ask yourself, what world are they in? You know what I mean? I, I, I don't even know. Man. I just, to me, and that's why I try hard to expose it. But, um, you know, right now my, I'm all in on this uh, uh, Dallas Poker House. Um, I, I guarantee you that I will turn this place into the biggest, most thriving poker room in all of Texas. And if I don't, well, I ain't going to make any money. And uh, everything I worked so hard for the last three years to financially to get back on my feet will be all gone. So um, I'm going to try my hardest to, uh, to, uh, to do that. Yeah, Brandon, you're right. 40% of Americans that Trump are gullible. And the other 60% on your side are gullible too. So have a nice day. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to say 40% of Americans are gullible that are Trump supporters. Well, how about the other people that vote the other way? Anyways, uh, I don't really want to be political tonight. I'm just uh, going to see if I take another phone call. I appreciate your call, and uh, you have a great weekend. Who do you like in the football this weekend? I don't know. The Packers aren't playing. and that was <laughs> The Packers, so. how did they like lose Gary that Martin. game? How did they lose that game? <laughs> Well, they're 0-4 against San Fran in the playoffs. Did you know that? So I asked nine people at the table last night, which coach grenaded the game last week more than anybody? And your opinion is? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, all nine of us at the table all agreed it was Buffalo, and I don't even think it's close. I think so, huh? Well, I mean, you, you you led by three with 13 seconds to go and you don't win the game. Uh, how much worse can you play? Yeah, you know? That's so, true. All right. I'm going to take another call. I appreciate you calling, man. Have a great weekend and God bless. You too, Mike. All right, later. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anybody will be able to play on our stream. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Buffalo coach, Kirk, right? It's not even close. Nobody can. Your call has been forwarded. Yeah. Kurt, I like you, Kurt. You know what's going on. All the people that reject God, that's the downfall of this country. Hello? What's up? What's up, man? Lower your volume. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Oh, here we go. Yeah. How are you? Pretty good, man. Yourself? Good. Who's this? Uh, this is Ken from California. Hey, Ken. Ken from Commieville. How you doing, buddy? What's going on down yeah, there? Yeah. Crazy weird state, man. Good weather, though. Yeah. The weather is good. The weather is good. Yeah. Um, I just uh, have no idea what they're doing to that state. But anyways, uh, how are you doing? Pretty good, man. Yeah. Not too bad. Um, yeah, Mr. Uh, you know, I thought you were going to be on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I got COVID, and, uh, man, and I, uh, I, I couldn't. Danny couldn't come over and do the podcast with me because I, I was like COVID positive for two over two weeks straight, and I had a really, Lord. really bad bout of COVID, uh, and so I, 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 I wanted to do a big podcast for Flash's twentieth birthday. And, yeah, uh, dude, I was looking forward to that. Happy birthday, Flash! By the yeah, way, 
Where is my? Where is the lady? Oh, where is where is he at? Is he on the couch over there sleeping? He'll be in. He'll be in a little bit. He li- he likes to be a star, and so um, <laughs> yeah, had a nice little birthday party for him, and uh, you know I'm just glad that he made it to 20. So he had his surgery July 23rd of last year. So he's made it a little over six months now, and uh, I fuck with him. I tell him all the time, listen, you cost me ten thousand to save your life. That's fucking. A th- it, that's a thousand dollars a month. If you make it any less than ten months, I'm going to kill you. That's what I tell him every day. <laughs> kill him after he, he's dead. He's doing good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he looks healthy, well. man. He looks good. Yeah, he's doing really good. So, uh, who you like in the football this weekend? Ah, uh, that's a good question, man. So, like the Bengals uh, Chiefs game, what it was like the spread is is it still seven and a half. I saw seven. I mean, if it's seven. Okay, it dropped down to seven. So yeah, probably some money came in on that. I would imagine so they had to drop it, and that always makes me wonder because it almost feels like with the I, seven and a half spread, I mean, it's a lot of points, right? Yeah, but even with the shaky O line and all that, and listen, you know, Mahomes, they got, you know, listen, they got a shaky O line, right? Their yeah. defense, which struggled all year, has been a monster the last two games. They've been good, man. Last three yeah, games. Yeah, although they, I mean they're playing they're playing against Tannehill, so I mean. Yeah, well, they also they did they did hold Mahomes to three points in the second half when Mahomes was playing for the number one seed. You gotta remember that. Yeah, they're playing for the number one seed, yeah. Right. So the defense is playing good, but I honestly if you watch that game, I mean they ha- they were up fourteen on Cincinnati, not once but twice. And mm-hmm. Jamar Chase had to break the record for the most receiving yards and receptions by a rookie in history in an NFL game for them to win by three at home. So, yeah, try I, doing that again I uh, mean, in Arrowhead. I, I'm listening to all these, I call ESPN and FX, Fox Sports and all that thing. I call them the Fox News and CNN of the sports world. They just push propaganda, propaganda, propaganda. propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's so bad I can't even listen, bro. Yeah, it's just all propaganda. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, when they got to do the 24 seven, and and also you know what gets me about those shows the constant screeching and yelling and talking yeah, but, over each other because it's not. And you're right; it's just like CNN and Fox because all they're trying to do is elicit a, like emotion out of people. Yes, but it's a fake debate. Analysis. It's a fake debate. Like when Stephen A. Smith oh. debates fucking the guys, it's like they were in the back oh room God. at two hours earlier. Saying what are we going to scream at each other for? It's just there's no exactly. there's no reality to it. At least whether you like it or not, when you watch um, Shannon and um, what's his name, uh, a big Dallas Cowboy fan uh, on uh, Fox Sports. Uh, what's his name? Fuck, I'm having a brain fart. You guys out there probably know. Uh, yeah, you guys got the wrong guy. The, oh, the guy that used to be Stephen A. Smith's partner, but he moved over to Fox. Oh, uh, oh Skip Bayless? Skip or? Bayless, yeah. No. So at least when you watch Skip, okay. Skip Bayless, he's an idiot. He's a tool. You know, and oh, Shannon. Yeah. But hey, at least they don't. Did it with Brady today? Yeah, no, but I, but I know. <laughs> oh, my God, it's horrible. I just know that, that they this is typical fake news. They rushed to say Brady's retiring. Brady put out a statement mm-hmm. today, said he's not made up his mind yet. He doesn't know where this has come from. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is what fake news does. Okay, yep. and uh, they want to be the first to a story, and uh, a screaming a Smith. That's a good one. I mean, 
not only is he screaming A. Smith, but he's, I call him racist A. Smith, because there's not one day that he'll say, well, the black coaches are not are being treated unfair and they're not being hired. And I'm just like, well, listen, I think what they did to Brian Flores in Miami was a joke, but when they come out like two days ago and say, well, Leslie Frazier should get an opportunity as a coaching job again. And my answer is, Leslie Frazier, the, the defensive coach of Buffalo? I said, that motherfucker should have been fired five minutes after the fucking game last week, and he should never see no, any coaching he, coaching job. I think before he walked off the field. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Frazier. How could anybody even interview him for a coaching job when he couldn't even uh, yeah. w- w- he couldn't even squib kick it and 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 rush six people and make and, and literally make uh, Mahomes uncomfortable? You know, like he was or so. Or take wor- a floater, dude, into the you know to burn some time. You know what I mean? A sky ball inside the tent or Any, squib. Anything but kick it. Let's put anything but what you did. If they played <laughs> one million times, the Saints win. I think maybe one. I mean, those Chiefs. I don't even understand what I witnessed, to be honest yeah. with you. Now, that wasn't Frazier, though, right? Wasn't that, that's special teams and head coach. Well, that, the no, goes, on the kickoff, agreed. that is. Him fucking rushing three and having eight back is Frazier. Okay? Have, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, they, they played it. They played it like, like Kansas City had no timeouts. If Kansas City had no timeouts, yeah, you put eight back. But, but, but the fact that you rush three and keep eight back... You just throw it over the middle, and you gain 20 yards easily. And now oh, yeah. it takes you, five seconds. Enough, enough time to do it three yeah. times. Five seconds. They did it three times, but five seconds, right? Well, he threw it away the second time, right? Five seconds, right. Yeah. and then it took four seconds, right? And now they right. kick the field yeah. goal with three. Well, that's what happens when you leave the whole middle of the field open and gave 20 yards. I don't even – I couldn't comprehend what I witnessed. I watched Josh Allen literally play – the perfect game for the second week in a row. And he got robbed by his own team there, man, by his coaches. He really He did. got robbed by his coaches. There's no reason why they should have lost that game. Impossible. I mean, the guy deserved yeah. the guy the year before I thought he was ready. He wasn't, and he came he was ready. And that fucking KC defense was as big a sieve as I thought it was gonna be. And people were like, Well, the honey badger got knocked out. Well, how about Demarius Demarius White that got knocked out six weeks? The best cornerback in the league. White. Yeah. You know? But yeah. but what I don't understand, and again, I mean this is again on McDermott, is once the honey badger got knocked out of the game, why did they just throw it every down? Like 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 they did the last three possessions where they scored in like half a second. Why were they kept mm-hmm. trying to run the ball? I understood the game plan was fine, but once once the honey badger got knocked out, you just got to fucking target target that rookie. You know, I, I don't even I don't right. understand what I witnessed. I don't. I saw four yeah, games that, last that week. Was pretty bad. I think Tennessee wins nine hundred out of a thousand times. Thought the coach handed it away. I saw, think Green Bay wins nine hundred and fifty out of a thousand times. I think they gave it away. I think Kansas City loses 999,999 out of 1,000 times. I think that coach <laughs> gave that one away. And then what was the other one? Oh, the Rams, and the Rams, the Rams almost gave it away. The Rams tried as tried hard <laughs> as they could to give this game away. But when it was all said and done, the biggest coaching blunder was by the idiot on Tampa Bay. How do you go cover zero, zero, zero all-out blitz, no blitz with no timeouts? When, 
Well, in no time to set it up. You have to set that right. up, dude. Those okay. guys were starting from behind. All you have to you do know? is they drop they back into a semi-zone and rush five people and the fucking yeah. and we're going to overtime. I mean, they wasted Brady and the the they well, they only had the great comeback because the fucking Rams are so awful, you know, but dude, once they, well, they once made, they like, fumbled really uncharacteristic turnovers. Once they they fumbled it before the half inside the two, then they fumbled it again and then they fumbled it again. And but it's been here, a bad snap. but here yeah. you don't think that this is on the Rams coach. They're down 14 the Brady bunch with 3 minutes to go and no timeouts. Okay, got to remember, they got the ball back twice down 14, went 3 and out both times. Okay, right. So now they get it back with three minutes, no timeouts. How do you go man to man instead of play zone and let him catch anything over the middle and use time? They went man to man and Brady blitzed them for fucking a touchdown in 36 seconds. I mean, how do you do that? And even if yeah, they now, again, though, I mean, the head coach is all ultimately responsible. But isn't that better that on the defensive coordinator? Yeah. On the defensive coordinator of fucking the Rams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right, yeah exactly. Morris. Raheem Morris. Yeah, yeah exactly. See, he's always been a little questionable. Sometimes I think he plays like lights out scheme. Yeah. And then he does shit where I'm like, dude, what are you doing, and so, dude? So, you know, going back to the propaganda, like I, I watched Stephen A with, oh, well, Raheem Morris should get a job. I'm like, Raheem Morris, did you see him go man to man with three minutes to go when the game was over? Now, I don't blame, mm-hmm. I don't blame the head coach of the Rams because at least on the one possession, he ran it three times up the middle. He was he didn't do what Shanahan did in the Super Bowl for Atlanta Falcons once Julio Jones made the greatest catch in Super Bowl history. And all you have to do is run it three times up the middle, kick a field goal with Bryant, and the game's over. I mean, at least the Rams mm-hmm. guy ran it up the middle three times, kicked a field goal. It's not his fault that the guy kicked a forty five yard field goal that went thirty five yards. You see what I'm saying? Right. I mean, so yeah. I, I don't blame uh McVee there, but Defense coordinator on the on the other one was just pretty bad. So, anyway. yeah, I agree. Who do you like? This and week? going back, yeah. So like the Bengals to me, like, but the, especially when they were offering the seven and a half point spread, mm-hmm. in, my my instincts are like, dude, that's a good bet. Yeah, because that's a lot of points to cover. But then I start feeling like Vegas is begging for that, which makes me nervous. You know what I mean? Where yeah. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> why would Vegas like be putting that kind well, of spread on it? It's kind of unless like- they want people. They wanted the money to come in on that, Let's which look, obviously it did. It, it, I, I think fucking Kansas City's defense sucks. Their passing defense. Do I think they're going to give up 266 yards to Jamar Chase and three to four touchdowns like they did last time? No. And that was at home, no. and they only won by three. They were down 14 twice. I personally think Kansas City's going to crush them. I think they're going to beat them by 35-14. Now, I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm always wrong in sports. That's why I don't bet no more. So, I mean, right. it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. Right. So you, you, would give the, uh, you would give the points? I like Kansas or seven, City. I, think it is. I like Kansas yeah. City. Now, I was all in on Frisco when they played the Rams uh, three weeks ago. I actually made a bet on it for a small bet. And, yeah, uh, week 18. And if, if you look at that game after it was 17 nothing Rams, Fucking Stafford and the Rams never got a yard. He, they sacked him four times. The, the Rams, the Ram, the San Francisco well, defense over. is a monster, a monster. Yeah. But can Jimmy G get it done? You know, I think you know somebody I was talking to last night said, mm. said Jimmy G gets the raw end of the stick, and I, I, I the guy at Dallas Star Games, and I agree with him. The guy wins seventy percent of the games. You know, the thing is, is who was. 
Who was the worst quarterback in the Green Bay game, Jimmy G or fucking Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's Aaron a good Rod- question, man. Aaron Rodgers played like not... shit. But do you watch yeah, any dude. of these fucking fucking ridiculous fucking talk shows talk about how bad Aaron Rodgers? All they talk about, well, Jimmy G tried to great game away. No, Jimmy G fucking made some great passes on the last fucking possession along with Debo to get them in the field goal range. So don't give me the shit. You know what I'm saying? Stafford throws a but pick. But also, Green, Green Bay does have a good D, man. They do. Really? Give they only gave up three that. the whole game. So, yeah, you think so? You know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, the, the fact that uh, all I'm saying is Jimmy G gets – all he does is win and they give him shit. And when Stafford throws a pick six in three, t- three games in a row, which has never been done in NFL history, nobody, nobody says a word. Nobody says a word. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody is yeah. accountable – it never gets accountable except for Jimmy G. I think it's pretty unfair. So, anyway. So, what do you think about that game? The Rams and uh, Niners. Uh, you think the Niners really are going to take it? You know what's really weird in this game is it's tough to beat a team three times in a season. Um, yeah. It's tough to beat a team twice in a season. With that said, um, I really love Frisco in that first game. I think the Rams are going to win. But I don't know if they're going to cover. I think this is going to be a really good game. I mean, I hear right. I, I have people I talk to. They think the Rams are going to kill them. But how do you say that? I mean, look what San Francisco's done the last four weeks. They beat. They went into Cincinnati, beat Cincinnati. They went into Dallas, mashed Dallas. They went into the Lambo. Ram, into the. They went into the Rams. Okay, mashed them after the first quarter. They went in the Lambo and won. I mean. I mean, is there any team that's played a tougher last five games than San Francisco? They've been playing for the Super Bowl life, for their playoff life for five weeks. Yeah, and it's like, I agree with you. And, you know, it's also like when people say they're going to crush them, like you're looking at on paper, I could see why they would say that. Well, but also, what, like, well, when's the last time the Rams did crush them? Yeah, well, what they're doing is they— Four years ago? What they're doing <laughs> is they're they're basing it off of a— Arizona team that was a shell of themselves at the last six weeks of the year, they had disintegrated, so they got crushed, right? They're building it off of the fact that it should have been 27-3 to three in favor of the Rams at the end of the first half, and somehow they, they, they you know, they, if you, on paper, they really crushed Tampa Bay. But people are... That's not the Niners. Yeah, that's the problem. That's exactly. And, 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 and with, with that said, the fact that the Rams almost gave it away to Tampa Bay... Tampa Bay only gave up seven points in that second half. So they made the adjustments. They played well, that D. Um, they just didn't have enough horses. I, I, I don't know. I, I, Tom, the missing those offensive linemen really affected Tom Brady a lot. I mean, he was running for his life, and, you know, he just never had a chance. So, Yeah, and I heard Trent Williams is, might play, but he's kind of banged up. For the Niners, so honestly, that one I could just kind of flip a coin on. I'm yeah. like, I have no freaking idea. I'm gonna make. I, I'm gonna um, make a Super Bowl. I think Bowl. KC. Yeah, I, I'm gonna make a Super Bowl prediction. Of uh, it's close. I think. I think we're gonna have a rematch. Kansas City, San Francisco. I do. Oh yeah, from like a few years ago, right? Yeah, but it would, would, yeah. If, it's, if it's if it's Kansas City and the Rams, would it shock me? Not at all. You know what I'm saying? If, right. if Cincinnati wins, huh. it will shock me. I will tell you that much, and I'll be pulling for Cincinnati because, because uh, I don't, I just don't think much of Kansas City's defense, and I, li- I love this. Yeah, and honestly, I, yeah, I don't want to piss anybody off, but I just don't like KC to be honest. Well, <laughs> I yeah, just don't. I, don't I think either. they're going to win. I don't know that they're going to cover the points, 
But I, was, I just don't like them. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, I got one caller that says take the points. Well, take the points all last week was kind of the answer. I, I, I It wouldn't shock me if there's two blowouts this week. But who knows? This fucking NFL is Who knows? Yeah. It's a, you know, after all, Mike, it's a game played with an oblong ball. So <laughs> Exactly. All right, <laughs> my man. Predict, man. Have a good weekend. Hey, can I ask you a real, real, yep, real quick ahead. question, man? Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask a couple weeks ago if you're going to play the LAPC, but obviously I know uh, you're not. The answer is no. Earlier on the pod. Will not be yeah, I can. Yep. Yeah, because it's already going. First but of I all, just noticed that they had a yeah, and they had an event. Uh, it was a small one, but it was Pot Limit Omaha Eight. Mm-hmm. I'm just okay. See, I've never even heard of that. Dude. That's probably my best ever... game. Yeah, I play a lot of it. Oh, but, interesting. Okay, listen, yeah. They've destroyed the Commerce Casino. The Commerce Casino is one of the biggest dumps of any casinos in the whole entire country. They fired. Yeah, I haven't they, played they there got, in like ten. They years. got rid of Matt Savage after twenty years. I could give two hoops of a fuck about the LAPC, so. I yeah. won't be going there. But anyways, I appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you. Have a great All right, weekend. Brother. Hey, good luck in Dallas, man. Thanks, man. Take care. All right, brother. See you. So we're going to be, um, we're going to give be giving away a lot of things to uh, Dallas Poker House, a lot of garb on the podcast, a lot of, a lot of entries into the World Series of Poker. A lot of things on the horizon. Can't believe I'm moving to Dallas. John, I'm moving to Dallas, man. Do I have to really be a Cowboy fan, Mr. Garza? Please don't make me be a Cowboy fan. Please don't make me be a Cowboy fan. Your call. Mike, two streams to pay players to play. I don't know what that means. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Yo, what's up, Mikey? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Who's this? Gypsy Frank, what's happening? What are you doing, Mike? How's it going? Shit, brother. Hanging out. It's freezing my ass off in Georgia. What are you up to? Dude, I was freezing my ass off in Texas, man. That fucking shit was cold. It was like 40. It, was it gets like fucking cold in Texas, don't it? Yeah. You wouldn't think. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. What did you uh, What did you think of the poker scene at Texas? Pretty crazy. Huh? Amazing, dude. I I'm gonna say, you know what? Not you brought that up. I'm gonna make this announcement to all the people that are watching the show right now. If you are a one and two dollar grinder or a two five dollar grinder and are not playing in Texas, you need to go see a psychiatrist and check yourself into rehab. I what I can't understand the games there. I watched a one two game. It was 480 to go five ways pre, and nobody had a pair. One person had ace-king, one person had ace-jack, one person had seven-six, one person had seven-five, and another person had, we never saw it because he couldn't beat a seven on the end. The guy with seven five was scooping the pot while one pulled the deck. The flop came ten-deuce, three of spades, offsuit seven on the turn. And came a spade on the river, and the guy who had ace king with the ace of spade didn't even know he had it. He's like, "Fuck, I can't beat a seven. Oh fuck, I got a flush." Right? Then another guy put was in this live stream. No, this is live. Another guy oh, put okay. in two forty pre five ways. Flop came eight deuce three. Bet seven hundred. Call seven hundred. Call seven hundred. One guy had aces. The other guy had six eight offsuit. We never saw the other guy's hand. And, uh, Bro, that's fucking crazy. Came at eight, I know came at eight on like... came at eight on the turn. 
And this guy scooped this like three thousand dollar pot in a one two dollar game. I just couldn't that shit's move. pretty common. It's it's crazy. I won an eighteen hundred dollar pot in two five PLO, where I got lucky. But my friend Chris came in to 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 come to kind of see me. He he plays in these enormous fucking home games in in uh, Dallas. He came in, give me, give my players a little bit of action. He capped it every hand, never looked at his cards, whatever. So they were limping a lot. Then he would cap, pot it, and then they could repot it or whatever. So, right. He they they just take two limpers. He raised, I re-raise it with like a piece of shit kings, like king king jack three. Make it like two twenty. Came back to this girl, and she's like, puts her hand on the air, like fuck, how much two twenty? Fuck. She's like getting all mad. I'm like. I'm thinking maybe she has like nine, ten Jack Queen or something like that, right? She says, "Oh fuck it, I'm all in four twenty. Chris calls and I call, and up somebody else calls. It came five, five, five. Check. I bet my last four hundred. And she like goes into the tank, and then she calls, and everybody else mucks it. Somehow she has aces. Like, like what was she doing? Like, uh, I'm trying to figure out if she was like, like. Like uh, like Hollywooding Hollywooding over fucking like the money's already all in there. What's the difference? And it came. Yeah, exactly. And, and my buddy he he had the three six seven king, and it came the case king on the river. <laughs> no, how many? How uh, was it? Multi way? You said three way? Four ways for like four twenty. Well, I guess if you just have fucking dry aces there, you know, closing the action four way all in aces aren't going to hold up very often. I would imagine. Yeah, but it was pretty funny. Anyways, I yeah, it was nuts. I, I lived in Houston like uh, four years ago. I stood there for like eight, nine months, and the action was fucking nuts. Like, unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, if I was dedicated to like grinding poker. I could have definitely made a living there for sure. Like, absolutely, you don't have to fucking play. Like, if you play GTO strategy, anything like that in those games, you're gonna fucking be a loser. Honestly. No shit. So, we, you know, there's a couple of people in there, and they're trying to fucking play GTO. That's why fucking Doug's yeah. getting was getting is getting destroyed in these fucking games, right? Uh, in the two five games and the, and the lodge games, uh, he's trying to play fucking look at charts and shit for, for two the two five yeah, games. Like, just play fucking tight and just fucking take the money. I mean, how what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, Pretty much. Like, we have a room here in um, Atlanta that's similar to the same format as Texas mm-hmm. where you rent your seat, mm-hmm. but the joint is a uh, 501c, so it's a charity where 51% go, of the proceeds go to charity. So what's frustrating about it is, like, your cash is, like, it's everything you do is logged. And I don't know which percentage of that gets reported to the IRS. So, yeah. like, for an example, I made a final table of a tournament recently, and I cashed for 8K, and I had to sign a W2, uh, W-2 for it, just like hitting a slot machine, mm-hmm. which was frustrating. But uh, the point of me saying that was um, playing in these games, like, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Like, there's, I'm playing 5-5, five, five, one three two uh, five five. And there's absolutely no reason to have any type of balance to your range because people aren't paying attention to it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's two or three solid players in the game which are even exploitable because nobody needs to have balance. It's kind of just stay out of each other's way in so many uh, ways. That's the right way to play, man. I mean, 
This fucking this I can't get it out of my, how good the games are in Dallas. I can't get. I mean, they were great when I was down at the lodge, you know, uh, in Austin. Uh, but man, I thought they were way better in Dallas. So, listen, I wish Doug Polk well with the uh, lodge. You know, all the, the the owners of the lodge, wonderful people, treated me like wonderful. So, uh, you know, I, I pull for all of the rooms, but. Um, uh, the um, the Dallas uh, Poker House is truly the nicest poker room, standalone poker room I've ever been in. They put a lot of money in it, and um, hopefully, uh, I could help turn this around and make pay make big dividends for them. So, yeah, man, just fucking show appreciation to players. Most players, that's all most it's about. Dude, that's all the meeting we had. I'm like. All all these shitbag floor men that make mistakes, they've all got to either fix it or get the fuck out. All the same with the dealers. I'm like, everybody who comes in here, you are going to treat every person with kindness like they are a family member. People want to come and play poker like they feel like they're a part of something. And if you do that, yeah, just different. fucking don't be petty with shit too, man. Yeah. Like you know, fucking give people free coffee and free water, stuff like that. Yeah. Like. Uh, giving someone something free, I don't know, even if it's, you know, something worth a dollar, it, it shows appreciation. Yeah. And, uh, and they personally, just op- I don't know. They just opened the restaurant in there. It's a real small kitchen um, that we can expand it up another 100 feet. Uh, I'm bringing my, my sushi chef down, a uh, guy who runs my sushi restaurant down the street, because uh, I'm thinking about making it a uh, Mike DeMouse poker club dallas with uh, and sushi bar um i asked you know uh, you know sushi's uh pretty popular everywhere and even you just, are you able to serve liquor in that place we are getting a beer and wine license uh at the end of the month uh uh they didn't have, have a full restaurant to be able to serve liquor correct yeah and the reason why we don't want it they don't want to go with a um a uh, all-out liquor license, and the owners were explaining to me yesterday, is beer and wine license, the uh, taxes are 8%. Uh, if you go full-out, uh, your taxes on everything is 14%. So that's a big difference. So they also have a patio, yeah. a really nice patio outside, which I want to turn into a uh, kind of like a dance nightclub type of atmosphere. Um and then we're going to be putting some pool table because see another thing is is these things were originally designed to be social clubs so we're going to put a, to to make sure that they don't come kind of like try and pull the license from us like they did down the street put some fucking uh, chess tables chess and backgammon tables, and shit backgammon there. pool tables we we we're all on top a of this pong table whatever even yeah. if no one uses it we we have a we have a whole corner up by the restaurant uh that we we could do for that uh, so all these are on the tables. I, me and my partners, pretty much we we um, we we laid it all out. You know, this is what we're gonna need. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we want to do. Um, I I I really think I can um, I, I I can pop this place within two months, and for sure in six months. So, you know, cool man. Best work I mean, with it. Congrats. Uh, I just so. hope. Uh, listen, I'm I'm real excited. This is. Um, a big step for me leaving Las Vegas. You know, my mom's here. She's 84. I hated leaving her. I asked her to come. You know, she doesn't really want to. You know, um, I met so many people. I got a, one guy who owns like 150 houses out there. He's going to let me rent a, a really nice place and and uh, with an option to buy. 
and you could buy houses down in uh, in Dallas for dirt cheap, man, compared to Vegas and L.A. and shit like that. So, um, and you know what I was pretty impressed about is Dallas. The people in Dallas are really nice, you know. I mean, it's like you go out in Vegas, everybody's stuck up. They're all fucking all about money, money, money. I mean, Dallas people are they're pretty pretty nice. I mean, except for the Dallas Stars game, I I go to the the, the the Vegas Golden Knight games, which are insane, and the energy in this fucking game was like death. Now, granted, they played horrible, but like you go to the Vegas games, they're down four nothing, they're still going crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, it was like a morgue in this fucking place. And I was just like, we le- I've never left a fucking any sporting event after the second period in my life. We left after the second period. They're down 5 nothing. It was just so awful to watch. They couldn't even make a pass. You know, what are you going to do? I'm sure it'll be, you know, some adjusting or whatever, different mm-hmm. pace of life and stuff. Yeah, of course. I'm living in Vegas. Yeah, I just, uh, I hope, <clears throat> I, 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 listen, that's why I'm renting a big RV, probably one of those, fucking long, real big ones those cup like two three hundred thousand dollar ones and i'm gonna drive i'm gonna like uh you know how you could tow your car to the back of them tow my right, car yeah. on the back of it and uh bring the little boys and girls in, in the in the rv so they could run around and not be locked up in the cages and i, I am very very yeah, worried even, yeah. even on that type of of uh you know, because this is on the road. I, 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 you know, I worry about Flash. You know, I said I was never going to move. Shit ton of CBD. Yeah, they they have CBD. They got all kinds of shit. These cats are so fucking spoiled. You have no idea. I think so. there's like fucking Valium for them too, like for flying and stuff. I don't know, but uh, where's Flash? Is he on the top of that couch over there? I bet he is. You've been playing in your uh, private game online. I haven't. Because I had COVID for two weeks, and then I was in Dallas for a week. But I will be playing uh, tonight, and I haven't even played one game in my big game. You know, I rolled off uh, seventeen wins in a row and, and made a fortune in it. Nice. And then I haven't even been back. I haven't even given them a quarterback. They're probably like, "What the fuck? My kid and run us for all this money?" But uh, yeah, right. I quit well, smoking. Speaking of COVID, I had COVID first of the year, man. Uh, yeah. I'm 99% sure it was that Omicron shit yeah, or whatever because, sure. like, I was only sick for two days maximum. Yeah. Well, everybody's just two days. I was. I had two weeks of horrible fucking symptoms. It was just awful. You know, all my friends, I have three people that weren't vaccinated, got Omicron. They were over it in 48 hours. Me, I did all their fucking communist vax and I fucking almost died. No, I'm, I'm completely unvaccinated. But like right after Christmas, first of the year, every single person I knew had it or was just getting over it. Yeah. Yeah. Like during that time, it was nuts. Like everybody... Like, I knew probably over 30 people that had it. I don't know. It was crazy. It was like yeah, sleeping in the fucking nation. Yeah. But well, uh, anyway, I got a question for you. Yeah. I am um, coming to Vegas on the 5th uh, for the Garth Brooks concert. What do you call it? Uh, or some good places in Vegas to eat at? Uh, what do you want to eat? Hi, Flash. Uh, are the buffets back open? I don't know. What what do you like? Steak, seafood, fucking steak, yeah, steaks. I mean you know, I, I mean I personally there. I mean there's so many good steakhouse. Del Fresco's right off Paradise is good. Uh the uh, uh the one at the Bellagio is real good. Jean George over at the Aria is real good. Um My favorite is Hanks over at the Green Valley Ranch, but that's about twelve miles off the strip. Uh there's 
There's so many good places, man. So you can't. Sorry, pick the best one and tell me. I'll go. I'm going to go with Jean George at the Aria. It's probably the best for you right now. Which one? Jean George at the Aria. Where? Oh, the the new one they just opened at the Aria? No. Oh, that one sucks compared to Jean George. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's good, though. Yeah. Yeah, John George Yaria, you'll like that. You'll like that. Cool, All right, my brother. man. Have a well, great weekend. Good luck with your. Uh, and right. uh, what did you say? Good luck. Have a great, great weekend, and uh, and I'll uh, keep in touch, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I'll look you up if I'm in Dallas. Take care. You got it, my man. All right, everybody. Let's uh, let's all um, let's all sing Happy Birthday to Flash. I know it's two weeks late, but it was because Daddy had COVID, so. Everybody and all my followers, let's do it. Happy birthday to Flash. No. Happy birthday to Flash. Happy birthday to Flashy. Happy birthday to you. My baby boy made it to 20 years old. I'm so proud of him. Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. What up? What up? What up? Mike, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm really I'm really good. Listen, first of all, uh, I want to wish you the best with your new venture. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm sure you'll make it a success. Yes, I hope so. Okay, where, where do we go? Uh, I, I, I saw a really weird hand uh, in a micro. I, I was playing on GG Poker in a tournament, mm-hmm. just a micro uh, tournament. A weird hand, or do we go politics? Let's go with stick with poker today. Politics, I got to oh, okay. worry about because the the uh, YouTube uh, commies are trying to censor me every time I say something that, that they don't like. So, oh, okay, well, poker is a, is a safe zone. Uh, okay, I'm in I'm in this little tournament, and uh, I fold. There's three guys with action to my left. They go all in pre flop. Yep. The first guy's got king queen off. The second guy's got ace jack of hearts. The next guy's got king queen off. Mm-hmm. And you know how you you know how things go very quickly. They just throw the flop down, right? Yep. They're all in, and the flop comes king, king, queen. And I'm going back and forth. I'm going, look at this. This is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The the king, queen, and the king, queen. They've nailed it, right? Yep. Then all of a sudden, the pot goes up the middle to the guy on the left, and in between the, the king, queens. And I'm going, what, what do you make? So what do you right make a royal? Or right race jack? Let me make a run. Yeah, that's what happened. He had ace, jack of hearts, king, queen on the flop, ten on, on the river, and the guy, the guy scoops it, and, and like I'm going, wow. woo! I you just don't see hands like that every day. I saw hands in this fucking Dallas poker house like I ain't never seen before. I mean, I'll say it again: if you play one, two, and two five, no limit or PLO or big O, and you ain't playing in fucking Dallas, in Texas, you just really need to get your head examined. I mean it too. <laughs> I have never seen what I witnessed there. You know, part of the also part of the um, uh, what we're going to do here at the Dallas Poker House is we're going to uh, we're going to teach uh, about an hour a day, probably on Saturday mornings, uh, to try and help the one two players get a little bit better. Um, we we it's very important because of the fact that that. Uh, that they we charge thirteen dollars an hour to rent a seat that they don't actually take time uh, to keep people in their seat. So 
Uh, most places around Vegas, they keep people in their seat between five and a half and six hours. Uh, one of their biggest competition in Dallas, they keep people in the seat around five hours and 15 minutes. And we, we were keeping people in our seat around three and a half hours. Uh, so we are going to lower the buy-ins uh, in the one-two to two hundred dollars. You know, it's in some of the one-two games you could play in the bigger ones if you want, and uh, lower the two fives to five hundred. And right now they're like three thousand. So uh, you don't, you just don't want the, the the suckers just getting destroyed. And so uh, that's going to be a big adjustment to uh, keep the keep the players in the room, uh, sustain the games a little bit longer, and. Uh, the thing is, is once people see there's 10, 15 games going in there, they're not going to wait at the place down the street. They're just going to come to us. You see what I'm saying? And once they start coming to us and they see the service we provide, they see the service I provide, they see how how we have a, an amazing restaurant where they don't have any. We have a bar and wine license where they don't have any. Um, and they see a, a poker room that's one of the nicest places to ever play at. Uh, I do believe I, whether they whether we get the business from down the street, I don't care. There's so many poker players in Dallas, and I went to a home game Monday. Guy told me to bring me 200 players. I went to another one on Tuesday. Guy told me to bring me 300 players. Went to another one on Wednesday. Guy told me to bring me 100 players. Right? He says we have like eight home games that have a player base of <laughs> just ridiculous. What they were saying to me. So. Um, you know, even if I, even if they're exaggerating and they bring in 300 players, that's 30 games. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, probably eight full games around the clock. See what I'm saying? So I, I have, I, I, I knew I had a lot of contacts out there. Um, the fact that every one of these home games I went to, everyone knew who I was and they loved me there. And the fact that I told them that I bought this place and, I have a big equity interest in it. Um, really made people happy. A lot of them didn't even know that the place existed. So, uh, you know, I'm all in, man. I mean, you know, listen, when when I was working for Full Tilt, I worked my ass off. When I when things got bad for me and I had my injury, I killed myself to get back on top. You know what I mean? I'm a hard worker. I care about poker. I'm all in on Dallas Poker House. And... Um, it's uh, going to be called Mike DeMouth's Dallas Poker House. Uh, we're gonna we're not really going to rebrand anything, but we are going to put my logo on the billboards and all over a lot of the merchandise. And uh, going to rent out a, a booth at the World Series this year, where I am going to be, you know, doing autographs the hour a day. We're going to be giving out garb. We're going to be giving out free World Series of Poker uh, free rolls for a ten thousand dollars seat. Probably going to give out once a week uh for that uh from here till the world series so um there's a lot of things going to be going on at the dallas poker house and uh i'm going to have a big saying on what goes on uh me and my my partners jason and, and um uh, jason and todd are going to be they're going to be working 50 hours a week I'm going to be working between 15 and 20. They don't want me there every day. They want to pretty much promote the days I'm in. And I'll be playing on the stream once or twice a week. So, uh, well, don't, looking forward to don't it. You live, don't you live in Vegas now? I do, but I am moving. I am oh, all good in, for you. I am all in on Dallas Poker House. So, uh, is, is, your, is your room 24-7? 
Yes. Yes, the room is 24 Okay, well, you, all you got to do is make sure you got good management. Make sure that yeah. you look after your customers. You're well, that, there, and you're going to be golden. Yeah, one of the biggest problems we have right now is people complaining about the floor people. Uh, we That's why to, where Todd and Jason come in. Uh, we are – It's it's. It, it, listen, if people don't improve, they have to find another job. I'm not, I don't, I'm hoping I don't yeah, – you know, don't want to fire All they have any, to do – Yeah, I don't want to fire anybody. Yeah. But, all they got to do, all, all, all your floor managers, they just got to know poker and give people fair decisions. Yeah. And people will respect that. Well, like, you know, there was a guy who was a big fan of mine. I was in the room yesterday, and he's like, I'm never coming back here, Mike. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm taking over this place in two weeks. Relax. He's like, look, there's five seats open in this game. There's two. He goes, and, and look, they, they, they're too stupid to combine the tables. I go, relax, relax. We're going to get this all taken care of. You know what I'm saying? And so. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of good floor people. There, there are a lot of good people there. And um, we're going to be training them how to be good floor people. And if, they're, if they can't cut the mustard, they will have to find another place to work. You know, it's going to be very professional. Um, I guarantee you this. This I could guarantee you. This room is the nicest poker room in, in Texas. And it will be the most well-run room in Texas. And when they come in, they are going to be ecstatic to play there. That's all I could guarantee. And we're going to go from there. You know what I mean? I'm going to put my heart and soul into it. You know, one thing about me is, and everybody in the poker world tell you this, and this is why I'm able to compete at the highest levels at the World Series year after, after, is because I work so hard. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to just quit. You know, once I put my mind to something, I put my mind to it. And, um, you know, if things go well here, and... um, and hopefully, and we don't get our license pulled or anything. Uh, you know, we plan on franchising this, uh, you know, poker house into lots of Mike the Mouth car rooms in Texas. So we will see what happens. Uh, uh, and I'm going to work real hard for these owners uh, that I went in business with. I like them all. They're very nice. They're very good, hard-working business people. And um, I'm going to bring everything I can for them. So. That's it. Well, very good. Can I ask you a question? Yep. Okay. How? Uh, you, I don't know. Maybe you've lost count, but you've played a lot of poker over the years. How many live, live royal flushes have you had in your career? And hold them. Yeah. In, yeah. Just in hold them in your career. How many live? Two. Have you lost two? Two. Two. I've had about ten or twelve in PLO. <laughs> two. Okay. Get ready for this. I actually, okay. I shouldn't say that. I had three. I had one the other day. I had one the other day, but it wasn't live. It was live online. Poker? It was online. You're yeah. right. It was live. Online. So you're up, oh, it was online. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, listen. I, I, I'm an, an occasional type of player, and I play. I, I played an area probably, what, like uh, two and a half years out of the last five years at area. I, I was like, they're all, I've had, I had three live uh, Royals at Aria. Just one house. Can you believe that? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I don't. I haven't played nearly as much poker as you have. Yeah. But to, and then I'm not. I'm not a word of a lie. I had one. My first was in hearts. My mm-hmm. second one was in spades. It was four on the board. Mm-hmm. And then the the third one was uh, just like a, over a little two two years two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in diamonds. So I'm looking for clubs to to get the the, the quadfecta or whatever there you, you call go. it. <laughs> there you go. Yep. 
well, I appreciate the call. Who do you like? Who do you like? Who do you like in football tomorrow? Who's your pick? Uh, well, you know, um, uh, Jimmy G. He doesn't get much respect. It's, it's so unfair. It's so Luke, unfair what they do to this poor guy. Uh, it's it's insane. Now they, they they always say, "Oh, win loss for a quarterback's not important." Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Rogers is Rogers is the best right? quarterback. Rogers the best quarterback I ever seen. Right? He's made one Super Bowl. He had the best team he ever had this year. He had the greatest defense he's ever had. He had one of the best offenses. He had a running game. And they fucking had the worst special teams in the history of the NFL. And they took away a chance for him to go to a Super Bowl. By the way, I just want to say this online. I'll say it to you. If Brady does retire, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams will be playing for the Tampa Bay Bucks next year. That's all I want to say. Okay. What about player of the year? Uh, Who's going to get MVP? Yeah, MVP. It's between Rodgers and and Brady. It's Rodgers. Okay, what about the COVID thing? Are they gonna Are they gonna punish him? No, no. What do you do? Well, they could. They could. They could. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, he didn't take a a, a medical yeah, procedure. Yeah, yeah. He, like he's he's come out. I'm on that. Oh wait. Well, so what? So what? So what? 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 Well, we live the, in a free country. Fuck the league yeah. position. Okay. Vaccines don't <laughs> stop the spread of COVID. Here, that's not fake news. Those are facts. Vaccines do not stop the spread of COVID. You know what the definition of a vaccine is? Go look up the definition of a vaccine. This is not a vaccine. Oh, this is a therapeutic. Okay, Mike, definitions don't count anymore. They, they just changed they the, the definition of a racist. Correct. Apparently, black people in the United States can't be racist anymore. Yeah, they, they, they call white people fucking crackers. That's not racist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in a clown oh. world, buddy. It's a clown yeah. world. Look at my African American uh, over here. Look at him. I'm a Canadian. Are you the I'm greatest? I'm a Canadian. I'm a... Yep. What? No, I'm just... a Canadian. I'm unvaxxed. And my prime minister has told me, even though my first marriage was to a woman of color, I'm a racist and a misogynist. Yeah, well, that's, he's a sick person. How about the fact they won't let the fucking Canadian truckers come across the border if they're not back? If you think the supply chain was bad before, watch what happens in the next two weeks. But again, okay, I will well, I ask the question. I want to ask somebody, answer me the question. What does having vaccine do to eradicate COVID? Thank you. The answer is zero. <laughs> so why is there being I got, I got a solution. I got a solution. What? For the American the Americans, this is your solution. Get rid of ninety percent of government. Get rid of ninety yeah, percent. No Just, shit. Oh, Department of Energy, eliminate it. No shit. Uh, Homeland Security, eliminate it. Get rid of ninety percent of government. Yep. Yeah. And here's the kicker. You got the ten percent left the, the, that's left, the ten percent of government that's left, they take a, a half pay cut. If you don't like it, lump it. Listen, there's lots of people who will take your job. How about the fact that when they, they, they put a bill forward to to when, when you're in public office, you can't be in the stock market. You see Pelosi go crazy. Oh, <laughs> OK. Yeah, Here. you can't be in the listen, sweet spot, right? I don't want to listen because I know fucking the McConnell's of the world are do- dirt, dirt balls also. But Nancy Pelosi is going to be 83 and she's running for reelection. Do you need to know any more? She makes 175000 a year is worth $184 million. Mike, Do you need Mike, to know Mike, any more? 80, Mike, 80 is the new 50. Yeah, well, 
These people are. This insane. Hi, All Flash. these octogenarians running the show. Are you kidding me? The top five fucking most powerful people in America are over 80 years old. Do you need to know anymore? They're all corrupt. <laughs> Pelosi's corrupt. Schumer's corrupt. Fucking, what's his name? Fucking McConnell's corrupt. Fucking Trump's corrupt. Fucking Biden's corrupt. These are all corrupt people, man. You Listen, the retirement age is 65. Okay? okay. Why do we have 81-year-olds okay. running the fucking country? What's up, Bubba? All you need to do is get Brady into politics. He's got 50 years ahead of him. Yeah, I'm still not so sure. Yeah, because he can go to 104 in politics. A lot, a lot easier than you know having big 250, 300 pounders jump. You know, again, I'm not so sure he's going to retire. Man, he was pissed that that they (laughs) put this because that's what they do. I'm telling you, ESPN, Fox Sports, they're all fucking propaganda, just like CNN and MSNBC and Fox News, right? They want to be the first to a story. They put out bullshit. Now, Brady completely denied it. He's supposed to be t- on Monday on his, on this podcast. Now, I just don't think Brady made up a decision that quick, but maybe he did. I don't know. We'll see. The only, right, thing, the, only thing that, the only thing that really bothers me is the way that Arians came out and he slapped that guy in the head. That doesn't look good. Yeah. That's not the kind of leadership that you want Arians, when you're, you're breaking. You mean Mr. Cover You mean Mr. All Out Blitz Cover Zero and the other team had no timeouts after you just had all the momentum? Yeah. That idiot? Okay. If if Brady retires, it's because of Arians. I agree. What do you think? Give me a Super Bowl pick tomorrow. Uh well uh, I, I, you know, we got we got two games tomorrow. To you, you're talking about picks me, to get to the, the Super Bowl. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Well, I can't go beyond. I I wouldn't put a lot of money on it, but I want Jimmy G to get to the Super Bowl. I don't care what else happens. All right, my man. Take care. Have a great weekend. Yeah, yeah. very nice talking to you. You're welcome. There. All right. We got one more. One more. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, what's what, up? What's up, man? Welcome to the Mouthpiece. Who's this? Uh, Steve, how you doing? Steve, where are you from? Uh, well, I'm right here in, uh, well, actually, uh, Mesquite, Nevada. Oh, you're right down the street. Awesome, man. How's it going? Yeah. All right. Uh, I had a poker today? question. You got it, my man. What do you think about playing in the first, Texas Hold'em first two spots, just playing aces, Kings and Queens and Ace I mean, King, and then I'll be honest with open you. Open up after that. You tournament or cash? Cash. I play cash. I play fuck a real tight in the first three spots. <laughs> I mean, I throw Ace Jack away. I throw Ace Ten away. I throw King Queen away. I just don't play them up front, okay? But uh, yeah. in tournaments, uh, you know, I'll raise the eight, nine, the nine tens. Uh, I'll raise a lot of shit up in tournaments because. You know, it's all about picking up lines and annies. But uh, yeah, play tight, man. Now you, you you got the right thing going, man. First three spots, I play. Yeah, really, I play really tight. Cash, cash. yeah, really tight. Okay, really tight. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you, uh, the other thing, I keep get I keep getting censored. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, get on Fox's uh, you know website, they fucking censor the fuck out of me. You right. know, they 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 took down three of my podcasts because. How are they censoring? Him? Yeah, how are they censoring you? Well, I talk, I get on there and I, you know, I, I've been, I've been at the, you know, studying constitutional law and all that for 30 years. I get yeah. on there and I talk about our dual jurisdiction system where, yeah. 
you know, that, uh, you know, the District of Columbia is one jurisdiction inside the 10 square miles, and and that's where they have unlimited government. Outside that 10 square miles, they have very limited government, and that's another jurisdiction. We have a dual jurisdiction. Well, no shit. And there, that, there's a reason why they, they blend the jurisdiction. There's a reason why they want to turn DC into a state, brother. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't want listen the I, I don't know if it'll hold up in the Supreme Court, but the the Pennsylvania legislature uh, found that all those mass mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania were unconstitutional, which we already knew, anyways. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, you know, fucking crazy orange man fucking tweeted about it yesterday, but. You know, I don't think it'll hold up in court. But the truth of the matter is, is everybody who's any educated, they want to sit there and pass this voting law act to make it easier to vote. They want to make they say they say that they use those talking points easier to vote. So black people and brown people are make it easier to vote. And no, it's not about that. It's about getting mass mail in ballots with no voter ID. Okay, that's just this is the truth. I mean, look it up. Yeah, look at the a, fucking, yeah, you know, and totally agree. And what's so funny, this is, again, the hypocrite of the left is is they say they're pushing like in California, New York vaccine mandates. You can't go anywhere. You see that little girl they pulled out two weeks ago from a museum because she didn't have a vaccine card. She was six years old. I mean, that, that's fucking fascism at its highest, by the way. You know what I mean? They, everything they say that Trump is is what they are. So, uh, you know, just, they're just pure fascist. And so uh, the fact that they, they're pushing these vaccine mandates of a vaccine that doesn't stop anybody from getting COVID and the fact that they're, they're pushing this, they're, they're going to sit there, they're trying to push the Voting Rights Act across the thing so they can federalize elections when the founding fathers purposely made elections to the states so the states can make up their own election laws is they're just trying to they're, they they because they know the truth. I can't say this because I don't want to get this this episode taken down. But um, they know the truth of how many votes they got. Okay, they know that if they don't have the mass mail in ballots, they aren't going to win. And um, that's just the truth. I'm just being honest. I just I can prove it to anybody. So you know, yeah, uh, I, I'm trying. I want I'm going to stay stay apolitical today because I think. Uh, it's a very important uh, episode for me uh, announcing my uh, my buying of the Dallas Poker Club uh, poker house. Yeah, I'm thinking about moving down to Texas myself. Yeah, you know, come on down, man. Come play some poker with us. I'll you be know, because I, I just think uh, you know we're we're just uh, we're just uh, almost like California right now. Nevada yeah, is. It is. We're we're a bright blue commie state. And, and I'm uh, I grew up in Colorado, and it, it used to be somewhat Republican. Now that's all blue. And, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's like, I've been telling uh, people you know, for I, like four years the crazy policies of California and New York is being done on purpose so people leave California, and New York to go to Texas and to go to Florida so they could try and turn these states blue. And if they do, it's a game over. But it's so stupid. They leave these states because they can't stand the policies and the crime and all that shit that's going on in these states. Yet they'll move to Texas and Florida and then vote the same way. Makes you makes you wonder how stupid. Yeah, they do, exactly. They do, they're doing that. They're they're uh, they're going up to Idaho right now. My friend says they go up to Idaho and they vote the same way up there. Yep, that's what they do. You know, Idaho, Idaho, old Idaho people up there, and they come in. They hate they hate them. Yeah. All right, man, I got to go. You know, I, I, like, just, I just realized okay. I, didn't t- I didn't take my pain pill because I lost track 
I was supposed to take it. Uh, All right. Six hours. Have a good one. Have All a good right, luck man. in Texas, man. Who you like for, for Super Bowl tomorrow? Uh, I like uh, <laughs> Cincy to cover and the Rams to cover. And that's kind of. All right. I haven't bet them yet, but I think that's my. my I think KC wins, but they're not going to cover. Got it. All right. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks okay. for the call. All right. See you. All right. So um, we're going to wrap up another edition of the mouthpiece. Uh, there's going to be a lot of swag given away to Dallas Poker House. I'll be moving to Dallas in a couple weeks. If you're in the Dallas, Texas area, come see me. And a uh, lot of good things going on at the Dallas Poker House. Um, live streams are going to be starting in a couple weeks. My man Danny's coming up there to set it all up. And uh, I wish you all a very happy, a very good weekend and a happy championship Sunday. My picks are the Rams and Kansas City in the Super Bowl with Frisco covering the spread and Kansas City winning big. We'll see who's right. Talk to you guys next week on the Mouthpiece. We're going to be running a podcast every week from the Dallas Poker House starting in two weeks. Talk to you guys later. The Mouthpiece.